All right, welcome to Down by the Bank, sponsored by Brewers Pizza, Orange Park, and Clay County's only brew pub. This is Corey. Hey guys, what's up? It's Derek. Hey, what's up, guys? It's JK3. So, uh, where have we been? <laughs> Does anybody want to say anything? <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it's good to be back, I guess. I, guess. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, uh, I mean, work, 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 work. Like the Rihanna song. Uh, yeah. And Derek, Derek has a baby. Yeah, so that's two little ones that take up majority of my time, and uh, combination of that and the, the the forty hours at the uh, at the, uh, the 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 job, and then gosh, school too, man. Uh, we yep. all of us, I think, either got two jobs or school or kid. Yet one of us got a kid that I think wants to be a basketball player slash golfer. What's she gonna do next? Tennis right. or swimming? Well, right now we're doing golf, and um, you know the trend amongst the the cool kids is to wear champion gear. I, I don't know if you've heard, but that's made a comeback. What? And so that is uh, so weird. Yeah, is that weird. is so weird, well, bro. When I was, if I was caught wearing champion in like grade school, where where she is now, I would literally be exiled to the lunch table by the bathroom. <laughs> no, it's cool now, and now she's shooting to be the first champion sponsored golfer. So that's kind of the goal at this point. <laughs> what are they gonna? They're gonna champion sponsored golfer. Yeah, it's gonna cost like a hundred bucks to sponsor her yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for, the, for the entire LPGA tour. Well, what was funny about that is I had some champion shorts from like way back in the day that I think I got on sale at like Walmart or something, and so I came out wearing those as like pajama shorts, and she was like, "Wow, cool, Dad, where'd you get those from?" That, like, that's oh. the new thing. It's vi- it's vintage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And what our starter jacket's gonna make a comeback next? Whoa, 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 whoa. Yes, and yes. Uh, yes. If it was cold here in Florida uh, for more than like 30 seconds, I would probably have two starter jackets right now. I mean, you guys know my line of work, and it's just sitting there every day for me to just look at all this. these awesome. They had an awesome uh, Super Bowl starter jacket. I'm just like, man, it doesn't get cold here. <laughs> oh, That's man. Funny. But, well. But no, it is good to be back. It's good to uh, we got a a lot to talk about and obviously a lot to go over. We're not going to cover all the the, the the crap, but um, you know, it almost sounds like we got a, a a football team with a a lot of fans that are scorned and owner that you know. I think I texted y'all a couple of weeks ago. Have y'all ever met a billionaire that was truthful? I mean, I don't know how many billionaires you know, <laughs> but have you ever met the one that was truthful? I've never met a billionaire in general, yeah. so I, I, mean, I, 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 I don't know. I just, I just can't. I don't think those two words go together: billionaire and truthful. So um, yeah. that's just my personal well, opinion. And I think we should preface this by saying the rest of this rest of this podcast is probably going to be super negative. Nah, I don't think it's negative. It's I not do. negative. It's not negative. If you, it's not negative. If everyone agrees and that the front office right now is literally doing its best to separate the fans from the uh from from the from the team. That's not negative. That's that's factual. The ownership and the front office, I consider yeah, them it's, separate. Yeah, it's 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 factual. No, the ownership and the front office both are working together to get this team to become the London bridges falling down or the London Big Bens or the London you know, night, whatever you want to call it. 
the London double deck, double double decker buses. The, right. the the ownership is doing their best to really play their hand, and it's not negative if 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 it's literally a fact and what's going on. Well, it's negative in the sense that it, it's a miserable experience for the fans here. I guess that's what I mean by it. It's it's extremely miserable, but what are, what are, what is fans? What are you supposed to do? Like what? What do you do besides complain? Be <laughs> complain, and 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 you read the press clippings. You got the you know the everybody and their mama under the sun reporting it, and and uh, you know. But don't forget, there is a process now. He just can't pick up. And I'm sure plenty of people across plenty of platforms have said this. He just can't pick up and move the team. Okay, he's got to get votes from all the other owners, and I'm pretty sure it has to be unanimous for him to do it. Now, unless there's some rule of guidelines in which if he doesn't sell enough tickets and the market share and money that he gets from the NFL, from the television contracts, online contracts, or whatever, uh, I'm sure there's some stipulations in there too. But, you know, it is it is a step-by-step process. And don't forget, there's a lease with the stadium, with the city, that I'm pretty sure doesn't run out for another 10 years. So, it's there's yeah, a, there's a lot... There's yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, he could buy out of it, but you know he doesn't have anywhere to put him. They won't sell him the state the Wembley over there. So, um, and if he does get Wembley, trust me, it's going to cost an arm and a leg. Um, you know, I know none of us could imagine that kind of money, but I don't. I don't think it would be necessary to get Wembley in order to make that move. <laughs> Uh, work, but my thing is I've completely shifted gears. I mean, I've been the biggest, I think even on this podcast a number of times I had said that Mark Lamping and Shad Khan were some of the best things to happen to Jacksonville, and after the news interviews, either whether it was on Jaguars.com or in the media, I, don't, I can't really remember, probably on Jaguars.com because it doesn't really feel like these guys ever face the media, or at least a, a good ever. media. Um, well, he, ever. He did, yeah. It was the, um, the interview that he did in Tallahassee for the uh... Um, his own TV station that he owns, right? Yeah, he's exactly. got some ownership. Super, yeah. super, uh, yeah, super, uh, you know, transparent uh, interview there. But no, I just, I, I've just shifted gears. I mean, I feel like he's talking to the fans like we're stupid. I mean, taking pressure off the city and the fans by putting a game in, in another game in London. I mean, what, what is the point of being fans of a team when your team doesn't play here? I mean, we want the full slate of games. We don't want to be treated like the redheaded stepchild of the NFL in terms of um, fandom. And I know that's how it's been in the past, but I thought when he bought the team, we were supposed to go against that. And it just seems like this... I always made fun of the fact that the topic of moving to London would consistently come up and he would shoot it down. And it felt like just kind of a, a game after a while. But honestly, at this point, it does feel like a slow creep towards moving the team uh, and... I've heard plenty of talk about how the investments he's made in the city. I used to use that as, as a, sort of a defense of him. Now it's to the point now where, I mean, these investments in the city could still be good investments even if you move the team. So in the grand scheme of things, all we can look at is what's in front of us. And what's in front of us is there's another game that's not going to be in Jacksonville. And I'm sorry, but that's that just doesn't fly with me. There's another game going away from Jacksonville. And then on top of that, they try to wrap up a boat. They try to wrap it and present it like – Oh, well, then season ticket holders, you're going to be saving money on, you know, these parts of games. Okay, Mark, which games are we going to be saving money on? Oh, well, there's going to be a significant price drop in uh, preseason games. Significant. Mark, no one goes to the preseason games unless it's the third preseason game. The only time anyone goes to the preseason game is 
to, you know, get your family out there. If you got young kids, take them to the game. There's a less of a crowd. It's less of a, of a, of a, you know, rambunctious environment, you know, for families. Uh, okay. So yeah, I, I get that. You know, that's where you're going to save your, 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 your price savings. But then, you know, it, it's just like a bait and switch because then they slightly, they slightly raise the season ticket cost to uh, offset the discount that you're getting. So it, it makes no sense. It's entirely just wrapped up and presented something completely different. And then once the actual proof comes out and it's like, this is not what you said. Yeah. And this is like the third or fourth time that they've gone on record and lied. Right. I mean, just call it what mm-hmm. it is. It's, it's you know, a lie. It's a lie. You, it's like- they've gone, they've gone on record. They've once, I mean, Lamping went out on 1010 XL and, you know, was, was pretty boisterous, um, you know, a numerous amount of times. Uh, even Caldwell has been out on numerous, on, on, on a couple of times Puts. saying, um, and we'll probably get into later. We'll probably get into the Yannick Ngakwe situation. Yeah, and that was a you know I don't know if that was a lie or no it was a lie. And then on, on top of that, you know the thing with Shad Khan also thinking that oh I think the fans are going to take this really well. The extra game in London, they're gonna what they're gonna joke. take it very well. Like what come joke. on, bro, come yeah, on, man. It's pathetic. I, I mean, I'll give a shout out. I, I retweeted it too. Casey Ayers had a really good breakdown of the, the ticket uh, pricing scheme, I guess if you want to call it that, but. Um, I, I totally acknowledge there are probably a lot of dumb fans like in any other city, but when you start talking to the more well-informed fans, like we're complete idiots, that's when you really lose me. And, and, and he's lost me in this offseason, unless they come back from sending that additional game to London. I don't know. I'm like teetering, teetering on the edge of, uh, of fandom right now. Hey, why don't they just get crazy? This is, let's just, you know, hope for the best and we get a playoff game and we get a home playoff game and they move it to London. They just just get crazy. Let's just do that. Yeah, let's, oh, yeah. let's just you know, yeah, fingers crossed. Hey, we made the planet. Let's just move the game to London. I mean, shoot. <laughs> it, Wasn't there something? Maybe you know, Derek, because I know you follow this stuff pretty closely. Wasn't there something in the CBA that came out that was talking about the potential for teams to have a third overseas game? And somebody, I think, online had called it the Jaguars rule in the event that the Jags were to um, make another home game in London. Wasn't there something out there about yeah, that? Yeah, there have been a couple. Remember, all that stuff with the CBA is all kind of unconfirmed. It's all sourced because it hasn't been approved yet. So they're not going to share any of that knowledge besides what leaks um, entail. But I did see something like that about the uh, third game because bottom line is that you know, there are a lot of NFL teams that are losing money too. You know, they're not contributing to the market share because uh, for various reasons. Whether if it's, you know, because the team's the product on the field is terrible or, you know, one of the things, even if it was, you know, the team was doing well. I remember obviously two years ago after the, the playoff run in, in uh, 17 and 18, went to a Titans game, it was hotter than crap out there. And there weren't that many yeah. people out there. So that also plays a factor right. into it. That first quarter of the season for us and, and any team in Florida is going to be brutal. Um, so the, the, the people are, you know, the NFL is kind of not, I'm not going to say they're losing a lot of money, but money is going to be tight with, you know, ticket sales because the at home experience and the bar and restaurant experience is, you know, people would rather stay home. You know, I got I got a buddy of mine that uh, uh shout out to Jesse man. He's a buddy of mine. He he says myself man, hey, I'm gonna sit in my pool and flip channels on my patio. 
You know, it looks yeah. cool. It's 90 degrees out there. Why the heck am I going to go out there and fry? You know? And, and, well, especially if the team's not any good. Uh-huh. I mean, that's the key. If the team's good, people will come out and they'll get burnt to watch a good team. Yeah. But the team sucks. And plus, there's... Plus, there's pools in our stadium, too. Like, why doesn't Jesse just come to the stadium and watch the game in the pool? I'm not a true fan. Come on, Jesse. Come on. Come on, Jesse. You want to – come on. I'm I'm, going to text him. I'm going to text him. He'll listen to it. He's probably going to have – I'm going to have to give me another JK3. He's going to have something smart to say to you. But I don't – I I don't think – I think that if if you win, if the product's on the field – is better, you will come. Sure. I mean, you yes. got to think about Absolutely. it like this. You got to think about it like this. The first two games last year or the last couple years have been the hottest games in history. And the stadium has been packed against the Chiefs, um, against the Patriots. The stadium has been packed. And the Patriots won. Uh, the Jags started off that huge, that, that um, pretty much carried on 18 or carried <coughs> on from 17 to 18. And it was just. You know, it looks like we didn't skip a beat. And then you come into uh, 19-20 or 19, and you just get absolutely blown out by the, by the you know, soon-to-be Super Bowl champions. But then they just do things like, you know, like with the whole Minshew Mania thing. Perfect time to capitalize on this. Perfect time to keep the guy in with the, you know, with the, with, with the hot head of steam. Uh, granted, he lost the game here and there. And then you bench, you bench him. You bring in Nick Foles. Who's just completely? It looks like he's not thrown a football or ever thrown a football in his entire life. And then Minshew <laughs> comes back in with the same cast of characters that Foles had on the field. And yeah. now we're into the point now where now another thing was leaked today that oh they're 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 looking at um, trading Nick Foles. It's like how come on man? Like how do you continue to mess this up? Like how? How do you continue to mess this up? That's that's not. I don't think that they're gonna trade Nick Foles. I think they're gonna keep him just because money's top of mind to them, obviously. So, but that's another thing too about the Jags. There's a lot of leaks, man. There's a lot of leaks. They got Jags got more leaks yeah. than the LAPD in the '90s, man. They do. They got a crap ton of them, <laughs> and it is just terrible it's- that. You know, players are reacting to it. You know, part of, you know, you know, they're, Yannick's like split 50 50. 50% of fans are like, you know, oh, you know, screw the Jags. And 50% are like, he's a baby. Here's what we do now, okay? He, he, he's, a, he's a machine at defensive end. He can get the sacks and he wants to get paid. He didn't want his contract, to, you know, dispute to be made in public when somebody leaked that stuff out. There's a lot of leaks within that organization that I, I think they, they really should think about tying up. Now, I get it. There are media members that, uh, you know, they'll do anything to get that 4-1-1. But, gosh, it, you know, some players don't want all their business aired out. And they got to they gotta tighten that up. I think uh, with with the old uh, putts in charge of the front office there, um, Caldwell, <laughs> That it's just going to continue to be the same thing, man. The same stuff. So I don't know that anybody cares, to be honest with you. I just get zero impression that anybody is fully invested or cares anymore. Like I said earlier mm-hmm. uh, today, I mean, name the the like anything recent that is in the least exciting or fun or happy about the Jaguars. I mean, just I just dare you to name anything. I mean, there's nothing. Everything's bad news. 
like you said, there's leaks like crazy. The players are complaining about the team. I know Jalen's kind of like, you know, what he is, but he's bashing us from afar. I mean, there is not one shred of positive news out there except the BS that Shad Khan said would be us thinking that it would be good news and they moved the team. Um, uh, or that they move, sorry, uh, uh, they move the, an extra game uh, close enough to moving the team. But um, there's just no positivity, and I don't know what will change that. I mean, at this point, um, you know, aside from, I guess, a really good draft, I mean, what else do we have to look forward to right now? They almost reeled me back in. They almost reeled me back in like two, or I think it was a week ago, when I saw an email to my, and it came in, and it said exclusive season ticket member event and i was like okay maybe they're actually somebody actually listened to the little card that i dropped in the suggestion box <laughs> at the stadium and it was a nice package uh dj chart autograph signing opportunity you know come meet 1000 yard receiver uh dj chart get an exclusive poster exclusive meet and greet uh have one thing autographed by you know dj um you know so just really really packaged it and then i read at the bottom i scrolled down and it said, available to the first 200 season ticket members that donate $75 to the Jaguars Foundation. Why would I need to? Why would I need to donate? This should be free. This this is the things that it, it should be a perk. It's, this is what I'm talking about. These types of things right here should be available to season ticket members only. You should be able to, you know, RSVP the first 200 that you know that that do that, and then you come get your picture. Get your autograph with DJ and get your, you know, your item. And as a thank you for being a fan, I shouldn't have to donate $75 to the Jaguars Foundation you know, for, for, for this to happen. That's the theme, though. And I and I don't mean to bash like the, you know, them raising money for the foundation or whatever, but there's always a catch. I feel like there's always a catch with everything with this organization now. Oh, I see what you did there with DJ, DJ Chart, a catch. Uh, but um, so I didn't think about that <laughs> actively, but I'm really happy about it. After. Uh, oh, Everything's funny. a catch. Yeah. But, but but yeah, man, it's it's like a bait and switch. It literally if, if is. They, if they want to make me happy, if they want to make me happy during the off season, make one off season move to make me happy. Cut Marquise Lee. Just cut Marquise Lee. I might be happy. I might actually start reading the the, 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 the the ticker line that comes across my phone with this Jags information because right now I just delete it. But just just make cut, cut Marquise Lee, then I'll then I'll be uh, interested again. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Wow. Why won't they? Why won't they cut him? <laughs> I don't know. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not even trying to be just be funny here. I'm like dead serious. Just cut Marquise Lee, and then you know, like okay, we you know uh, takes you know takes one pebble to, to you know throw, make ripples in a lake or whatever the heck the sayings are in crap. Just do something. Do something that makes the team better. That, that's all I'm asking. <laughs> yeah, but Derek, listen to me. How how like. 
but listen to me, how depressing is it that, like, the one thing that'll make me happy is if they cut a player? Hey, you know what I hey, mean? Like, we just, hey, we're uh, in uh, such a crappy state right now. That's the thing that would get us excited no, about the team? because like, because you know great. what? Hey, because at the end of the day, I know the real things that I want to happen aren't going to happen. Let's see. Caldwell's going to get fired. Khan's going to sell the team and make a commitment back to Jackson and move all the games back over to Jacksonville. We'll actually make a playoff run. They'll make a decision on a quarterback Fournette will stop you know going back and forth with them and maybe he'll resign maybe he won't you know all these you know other things those are all big dreams right now so I'll settle for for, for that I'll settle for Marquise Lee being cut <laughs> <laughs> what's so funny yeah I, I mean eh. For some gotta, reason, for, for some reason, <laughs> you have like this like drunk robot voice for some reason. I don't know why, oh, bro. Did you, Corey? Did you, me and you looked at each other at the same time? We're just like, <laughs> oh, I don't. What the fuck is going on? I don't know what's wrong. We, we both looked at each other like, is this happening right now? <laughs> <laughs> JK3, repeat, make it sound like how he sounded for a second. You know what'll make me happy <laughs> is if we cut Marquise Lee. It's like. <laughs> Corey and I, just, I wish you could have seen our face on Skype. We just see each other like. What the? What just happened? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. Does it still- <laughs> Did he have a stroke mid podcast? <laughs> like what? The- what? What just happened? Does it, does it Bro, still? Does it still sound that way? <laughs> no, 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 it sounds normal now. But it was funny because you were talking, and then it just shifted into it. And Corey and I just looked at each other like, "Everything okay?" <laughs> I hate Marquise. <laughs> I was like, "What the heck?" No, I wonder if I wonder how it's going to sound on the recording. Uh, I don't think it'll pick that up. I think that was just over Skype. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So I'll uh, okay, it was it was it was very hard to concentrate. <laughs> but I just wanted you to just keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, right, well, you know, I, I just yeah, I'll cut that out. Yeah, I just you know, uh, I can't hope for anything else that's you know would be you know ecstatic. You know, which you shouldn't be ecstatic about keeping your home games to your favorite football team. So, the least I could do is freaking they could, do, or at least they could do is something productive. You know, as far as the team is concerned, because they're not resigning. Yeah. You're not resigning Ngakwe. We know that much. Uh, they they're gonna, you know, have Miles Jack still gonna keep his contract, which you know, uh, he'll he'll move back to weak side or you know strong side and be better. You know, whatever. You know, if they draft an inside linebacker. There's just a lot, a lot of things that that need to be corrected, and it's so sad because you know, a couple of years ago we had a lot of pieces, and now we got a lot of holes. And how quickly you know times can turn, it's, that's the terrible part. I mean, it, it's like we're in a, it's like we're in a rebuilding, but they just won't. See it. <laughs> I'm, because I mean, you look at look at the 2017 team as far as defense goes, and I think the only person on the team right now, um, or the only person that's on D. Would probably be Boye and uh, Avery Jones. 
I can't think of anybody else. Or I mean, well, Cal- well, Calais, yeah. Calais, yeah. So three, so three guys out of well, eleven. Miles Jack was on that team. Yeah, are still on the team. Yeah. Miles, ja- bro, bro, come on, <laughs> Miles Jack. <laughs> yeah, Miles Jack is not as good. He's not as good without somebody um, telling him where you know, to the be. Talent surrounding yeah, no, him. He's, he's not as yeah. good as he, he, he's not as good as when someone tells him, you know, where he needs to be. It's it's all cerebral with him. It's definitely not you know athletic talent. The dude is probably you know is a freak of an athlete, and he can you know run sideline to sideline. You know, make the big hits. You know, he can catch and uh, you know force turnovers, but he always gets out of position, and it's just like, ah, uh, it gets frustrating. It really does. Yeah. So what's the uh, what's the next um, <laughs> since we record in six months uh, intervals? Uh, what's the next <laughs> milestone or uh, thing for the Jags? Is it the draft or is there anything before that? Uh, got some pro day stuff coming up, so they'll be traveling to different universities, going to different pro days. You'll want to pay attention to Clemson's pro day. You want to pay attention to Florida's pro day, uh, Ohio State's pro day. So say that one more time. Who's who's pro day? You want, do we want to pay attention to? Shut up, man. Just shut up. I, I was just asking. No, we're sorry, not go- yeah, they're not going to Tallahassee because they got uh, yeah. Oh, oh, don't. So Cam, so Cam Akers is gonna come come to the Florida uh, no, Florida pro day. Not happening. No, Cam Akers is <laughs> gonna have a pro day at FSU. They're gonna have an FSU pro day, and, and you know they might send somebody to you know, be in attendance since it's you know two and a half hours away. But are they really gonna be looking at Cam Akers? Yeah, you know they could. You never can't have enough backs in this league nowadays, especially with Leonard. I don't think they pick up that fifth year option no, on Leonard. That's true. That's very true. So, but yeah, there'll be a lot of pro days. Way, needs to let. Go ahead. I'll just say there'll be a lot of pro days that they got to attend. I think for me, the the biggest thing too coming up is the uh, is the draft. I mean, you know, we I, we started this off by saying that I tried to start it off by saying it wasn't going to be a negative podcast, but it was more of a cleanse. <laughs> it was more of a cleansing <laughs> a, a cleansing podcast. So, um, I think for me, man, the, the draft you you got to. If you're not gonna if you're not gonna sign Ngakwe, then you you know, or you gotta do what you can as far as the trade goes. And I'm not even thinking about that because it's just upsetting to think about it as a fan. But um this this front office is literally probably in survival mode, like after this. They've got a hit on this draft. And th- and then even if they do hit on this draft, we're we're gonna be calling for blood next year because mm-hmm. they're they're I mean, it's it's just enough right now. I mean, you've lost Jalen. You've uh, soon to be lo- losing, you know, Ngakwe, you know, hopefully, um, you know, you just haven't really did a, done a good job managing any of the players or managing any of the contracts. And a lot of this, you know, there's always a scapegoat that, that seems to be, you know, with this regime. And I think now that Coughlin's gone, it's literally survival mode for these guys. Mm-hmm. And starting with the draft, they've got a hit on the draft, but, you know, Part of my reasoning is like if they hit on the draft and then they're gone next year, why would Caldwell set up, you know, a a, a team for somebody else to come take over? You know what I mean? So right. probably with the first, probably with the first pick, they're going to take a long snapper. Uh, <laughs> uh, the second pick in the first round, they'll take a water boy, and um, you know, they, then we'll continue to go from there. That's uh, very insightful. I didn't know you could draft a water boy in the uh, NFL draft. That's pretty cool. And they got <laughs> there's probably a really good Florida State water boy that uh, would go that high more than likely. Nah, southeast central Louisiana. Red man. Lightning. Bobby Boucher. Oh, what was his name? Red Red Thunder or Red, Red Lightning? Lightning? What was the, yeah. the, uh, the 
Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Hey, hey, don't dish Red Lightning's actually from Jax, man. Don't knock him, man. He's he's he's, he's Duval. Uh, even worse. Yeah, he he definitely gets he definitely gets made fun of then because he's from Jacksonville. <laughs> I think he's up. I think he's up doing the shagging balls for the Falcons right now. Um, but hmm. no, it's. Hopefully, with the picks that we have, they they actually do something. I mean, I, I doubt it, but you know, but it's just it's just, it's, it's a terrible situation, man. So I just positive. Can't, yeah, you can't, because it's it just there's nothing really to say. It's like, gosh, okay, you you know what you need, you know, people out there who don't even you know have never coached or led a football team a day in their life know what they need, but they're just gonna always find a way to screw it up. It's like, oh man, it's terrible, it's terrible. Little Charles Barkley, terrible, Kenny. Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really do think though that the Jaguars do, that they do have the the worst front office in all professional sports. Like, I, I mean, and I don't, I mean that. Like, they probably some. I mean, that's a tweet that I put out earlier today, and some people were, you know, talking about the uh, the Buffalo Sabers. Uh, I guess I don't know. I'm not a hockey guy, so. Maybe, but uh, and then someone mentioned the Cleveland Browns. I mean, at least the Cleveland Browns are doing and putting tools around Baker. Yeah, you know, I can at least say that. I don't. I, I think they're trying to help him more than they are trying to harm him. Um, you know, the Knicks are up there too. But again, I think the Jags, man, the way that they've just mishandled this, and you just think three years ago, you know how 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 quick it comes at you. Yeah, what a it's bummer. just insane. Uh, when you think about it that way, it's so horrible, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, if they think yeah. about it, if they kept the momentum from mm-hmm. that that playoff season, and they kept winning, there's no way that the team would have announced that there'd be an additional game in London. No way yeah. at all. And th- that to me puts yeah. it in total perspective. Um, yep. But anyway, I mean, and that that's actually one word I forgot to throw out there was Shad Khan's whole thing about vi- or maybe that was Lamping the whole thing about viability in Jacksonville. Meanwhile, the team's worth a gazillion dollars more than when they first started. But okay, cool. Um, they they really are putting this Duval till we die to the test. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, well we'll uh, we'll cut it there, and um, you know hopefully be back if there's something in the news coming up soon. Uh, I know that Ngakwe and the team are basically fighting over the franchise tag, and there's some rumors about you know some trading going on with him, and obviously the stuff about. Um, Nick Foles too so you know if something comes about from one of those you know maybe we'll jump back on but for right now uh, we appreciate you guys listening Uh, sorry for the long hiatus hopefully we still have some folks out there checking us out and if you are uh, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts we would greatly appreciate it thanks for listening and we'll talk to you guys next time Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. 
That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.